This is Recovery Revolution Live. The episode you're about to listen to is live and unedited. If you'd like to join us on the live stream, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. Facebook.com slash Recovery Revolution 100 or search Recovery Revolution Live on YouTube. Alrighty, and welcome to the Recovery Revolution live stream on YouTube and Facebook. My name is Carl, one of the co-hosts of this stream, along with Brett Morris and Ashley Grimes. We want to welcome you to today's show and a wonderful show we have lined up for you with our guest, Mike Paddleford, who hails from the state of Maine. So let's give Mike a warm welcome to the Recovery Revolution live stream. Mike, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. It's good to have you on the show, man. So how are things up in Maine? You said you were getting ready to uh, deal with a uh, little uh, snowstorm coming in? or Yeah, it should have started by now out there. We're getting about 10 inches overnight, and then it'll warm up and probably melt okay. off tomorrow. Nice, nice. Yeah, and you, you. when is lobster season up there, man? Because that's when I want to go to Maine. <laughs> you know, that's one industry in Maine that I haven't had my hands in. If you want to talk <laughs> okay. about potato potato farming in northern Maine, I, I've been okay. there. Well, that that was my next question. Funny you should say that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, well, man, welcome to, welcome to the Recovery Revolution live uh, show. And uh, as everybody knows, we are streaming now on YouTube, which is our primary source of streaming that we're going to be moving over to. So uh, we're going to take care of a little housekeeping right now. Uh, for those of you that are joining us on Facebook stream, in a few weeks, we are going to be moving over to our new YouTube channel, which we are streaming on today. And we want to uh, thank everybody for joining the stream with us um, today. So if normally, if you go on to Facebook, What's going to happen is on the Recovery Revolution Live and all the other groups that we send our message out to, we're going to have a link over to our YouTube channel. So right now we're trying to build that YouTube following. We're trying to get as many subscribers and um, likes and followers as we can on YouTube, which is going to help build our channel. We do a fantastic job on Facebook, um, but right now we want to try to focus on getting that um having a lot of you guys transfer over to uh, the YouTube channel as well. So uh, thank you very much for taking the time this evening to join us. And as always, we have a wonderful show lined up for you um, today. We're going to be talking a lot of recovery. We're going to be talking to Mike about uh, his ventures. One of them is Recover Loud on YouTube. He has a channel there where he does his shows. And also the Recovery on the Road. Uh, which is we're going to learn more about. And he also uh, works in a rehab center, it looks like. Uh, do you, are you working in a rehab center as well, Mike, as a recovery coach? I, I'm actually, I work for an MAT program as okay. a recovery coach. Okay. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Okay. So, and for those of you that are unfamiliar what MAT stands for, that stands for medically assisted treatment. And it's one of the ways that we uh, in the professional industry uh, use as a tool to help people when they struggle with opiate abuse or alcohol abuse. So there's a few different ways you can go on to mat 
uh, treatment. So uh, we'll dive into that with Mike as well. He can talk a little bit about that. And uh, yes, JR, thank you for joining us. Our fearless leader, Mr. Weaver. Um, we want to thank you for uh, giving us the ability to get this party started today. Um, thank you for all of your support, man. We really appreciate you. So, so Mike, tell us, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing great. Um, you know, uh, one thing I always say is, you know, it doesn't matter how bad today gets, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful to be here. You know, um, Absolutely. I, I use the hashtag this over that because regardless of, of what happens, it's better than any day that I was ever using. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I just got done doing an interview with um, Shane Raymer from uh, That Sober Guy podcast, and we were just talking about the same thing, like, you know, being present for today and mm -hmm. and how that, you know, all this stuff that we've gone through and our addictions and, and all this mm -hmm. other stuff, and to be present in the moment right now, is that's really the blessing that I think that recovery has given me, um, you know, and, and I'm sure Ashley and Brett can probably uh, chime in. Um, on this, Ashley is still muted. Um, so there we go, Ashley. Oh, I'm just <laughs> unmuting us because oh, okay. I'm having computer problems. I have zero percent, so it's beeping every once in a while. So as you're talking, oh. I don't want you to hear the beep, so I'm muting. That's okay. I mean, uh, that's okay. I don't mind. Beeps. We don't want you to think we're censoring you tonight, Carl. <laughs> you, do, you do know oh, the temperature here in Florida today, since you're talking about cold. Yeah, I, it was almost hey. eighty. Oh, hmm. you know, I, I, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> we'll we'll get there in, in July. Yeah, yeah. about 100 here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and with that humidity, too. But Maine gets a lot of humidity also, man. You guys, it's pretty yeah. humid in the summertime up there, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, it's it, it's 80 degrees and humid. And, uh, you know, that's about the worst of it, you know. But it doesn't yeah. last long. It doesn't last long, and then the cold fronts come in. And yeah, and do you get a lot of snowfall up there? Um, where I'm living now, uh, it's it's not so bad. Um, you know, we just had a, a nor'easter come through last week uh, and okay. dropped, you know, maybe a foot. Um, but that's not normal for this area. I'm from up north, actually, uh, in in Aroostook County, and there, you know, it averages ten feet a year. So it, it starts snowing late November and it doesn't stop until March or April. Oh, okay. So I have a question but, for you. Since you're sure. from Maine, are you part of MERAP at all? Um, actually, my wife is a, um, an organizer with MERAP. Uh, I support MERAP and do as much as I can. Um, I'm friends with a lot of the members um, and, and I try to get involved. Um, but I have a lot of things going on myself and, you know, just to take the, the commitment was hard for me but um they're a great group and uh you know doing a lot of positive things for the state yeah let's give a shout out to me rap since we're and yeah. your yeah. wife for being an organizer yeah yeah it's a great group of people yeah and so ashley what is me me rap i'm i'm unfamiliar with this term oddly enough so rap is the recovery advocacy project that's okay you know how me and jr always talk about mobilized recovery yeah um yeah yeah so the RAP teams, the state organizing teams, went to Mobilize, which is a project from the Voices Project. And um, so Maine, because their abbreviations M-E, so they're oh. MERAP. Okay. I wish Florida had a cool yes. name like that, but yeah, I'll, I'll just be jealous. 
Yeah. And, you know, I am, they consider me an honor, honorary member, um, you know, just because, like I said, I will, I will get involved. Uh, we are supporting uh, this legislative session. Um, we're pushing to expand the Good Samaritan law here in Maine. Um, and my Facebook group, Recovery on the Road, uh, has joined me, Rap, and a lot of other groups um, in pushing for the expansion. Um, right now, we have a an okay Good Samaritan law. Uh, and for those that don't know, uh, the Good Samaritan law uh, protects uh, the individual, an individual that has overdosed, as well as somebody who calls 911 from a short list of charges, just to encourage somebody to call for help. Um, you know, we've experienced a lot of overdose deaths, um, you know, unnecessarily because people are afraid to call for help. And uh, this expansion would open it up to cover, you know, more than just those two people uh, for, you know, all nonviolent crimes, um, you know, just to encourage people to call for help and, uh, you know, stop some of these senseless deaths. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys have all teamed up together. They're, they're a powerhouse yeah. and sure your organizations are as well. So that's exciting. Yes, thank you. I'm cheering for y'all. Yeah, and that's coming up uh, to the legislature uh, in a week. So, you know, we've been we've been working hard for the last uh, couple months trying to get the word out there. And, you know, honestly, just educating people that there is a Good Samaritan law, we found, uh, has been important because a lot of people don't even realize that. Um, in, back in 2018, when I finished using, um, you know, before that, there wasn't one. It didn't, it, it wasn't enacted in Maine until 2019. So back when I was using, you know, nobody talked about calling for help. You know, it was all about protect yourself, make sure you don't lose the kids, make sure you don't get arrested, make sure. And uh, today you don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to worry about that. So. Yeah, it's coming a long way. It's, it's taken yes. a while, but there's very passionate people and a lot of people don't understand how much time that takes. I mean, I'm sure you guys have been boots on the ground talking to anyone that will listen and a lot of grassroots in each individual community. It's a lot of work. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and main recovery advocacy, they're, they're responsible for writing a lot of letters to the editor, um, you know, talking, getting letters out to the legislatures to, to help support our cause and, uh, you know, they've gained a lot of ground in just the last um, year and a half. I think they've been in existence up here. So, um, yeah, I I'm happy to support them. Absolutely. Sorry, guys. I am having the worst time with my computer. It, it freezes. Am I coming through okay, like verbally? Your audio yeah, you sound fine. fine. It sounds fine. Okay, this is it's a trip. I feel like I'm on acid. Um, <laughs> Can you guys hear my beeping? No, we can't hear your beeping. Oh, that's good. No. Now Ashley is frozen, and it looks like she's just winking at me uncontrollably. Ashley. Yeah. She's not frozen that's... on my end. So inappropriate. <laughs> it's not happening. It's oh my part god. Of your hallucination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, great, man. Uh, sorry, I was kind of distracted during that whole thing because my computer is like wigging out on me. Um, holy goodness. Okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> I would love to hear about, you know, you said you work, was it a Mac clinic that you said? Or, yeah. Or, 
So can you tell us a little bit about it and, you know, some of the stigma that you're used to hearing about and, you know, some of the reasons why that stigma doesn't help people? Yeah. Um, and honestly, you know, when I was using, um, you know, I, I work for a Suboxone clinic. Uh, and when I was using, I, I had my own ideas about, uh, you know, Suboxone and recovery. And, um, you know, I didn't quite believe that people were trying when they were on, on Suboxone. And, you know, it's, and it was because of the people I'd seen, you know, the ones I had seen, obviously, um, they weren't doing the right things if I was around them, you know. Um, but uh, once I, I went into a detox and it got explained to me um, the importance of Suboxone and, and uh, you know, how well it works for people like me, um, I, uh, I decided to try it. You know, it was easy for me before that to go ahead and relapse. You know, it was uh, I still had that that uh, obsession to go out and use, even though I really didn't want to. Um, so when I went into uh, the detox and they explained it to me, they explained the changes in my brain that opiates had done over so many years and how, um, you know, this medication can help me turn it around. Um, so I went into uh, on to, to an MAT treatment and uh, then I went into to a rehab and throughout that rehab, I was able to learn um, all the things that they were trying to teach. Um, I was able to focus on getting better, um, looking at my my uh, personality defects, um, you know, and just and really worked on myself. Um, I wasn't so focused. I wasn't obsessed with trying to feed that hunger, um, you know, and that demon in my brain. So um, when I got out of the rehab, I, I continued on that and I keep working. You know, um, I attended 12 step meetings. Um, you know, I did everything I could to keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of adversity the first couple of years of, of my recovery. Um, I was actually kicked out of every program that I ever went into. Um, the, the rehab, I got kicked out of there after three months. Sober living, I got kicked out of there after three months. And, uh, you know, I, I ended up living in my car, um, you know, towards the end for the last eight months. And through all that adversity, the only thing that I held on to was I don't want to use, you know. And uh, so anyway, this medication and uh, the program around it really helped keep me focused on uh, on not using. Um, so eventually I decided to uh, to take a recovery coach training class. And, uh, you know, I thought it was educational, you know, and I might learn something. I may be able to help somebody down the road, but I really didn't take it as a, uh, as a serious venture for me, you know, um, I didn't imagine that the recovery coach position is anything that, that could make me money and, and make me want to, uh, you know, I was doing hard labor, you know, when I was using, I worked on a farm, I shoveled snow off the roofs. It was, I lived in Northern Maine life and, you know, that's, that's a tough life. Um, and I, I couldn't imagine myself sitting in a doctor's office, you know, talking to people on the phone. Um, but then uh, then I got offered a job after I took that first class and just being able to see a difference in somebody's life um, because I was able to talk them through a situation, um, you know, that I, I was hooked, you know, that has become, you know, honestly, a, a new addiction for me almost uh, helping people. Um, you know, I know that there's programs out there that work 
and I'm going to share it with everybody that needs to hear it so that they don't stay stuck in the darkness of addiction, you know? Um, so I'm happy to be where I'm at. Uh, the program I, I work for has 700 clients in the state of Maine. And, uh, you know, we're working every day to help them uh, gain good recovery time, you know? Um, recovery is a process. And, uh, you know, eventually, you know, sobriety might be a goal, total sobriety. But, uh, you know, recovery, there's nothing like it, you know? And, and I can do all the things that I do today because of my recovery. And it all started with medication, you know, because I couldn't control it myself, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I love to recover loud because, you know, as I said, I, I grew up in, in Northern Maine. That's where my addiction was, was uh, rampant and there was no help for me. You know, I couldn't find anybody in recovery. I couldn't find a program. Um, I, I couldn't find somebody to talk to. Um, but uh, I found out in, in Southern Maine, there was a recovery community that supported everyone that wanted to try and loved everyone who couldn't couldn't do it. You know, I mean, we love people who do drugs uh, because they can find recovery. You know, we try to keep people alive so they can find recovery, you know, support them today and encourage recovery tomorrow. You know, that's that's what I get to do. And, and I'm, I love it. You know, I, I think that's great because honestly, do you really love somebody if you don't? I mean, love isn't based on actions or what someone's doing or, mm -hmm. you know, love is based on you either love people or, you know, you don't. So. You know, yeah. loving people while they're using, loving people when they get better, they're yeah. still the same people. It's just the actions behind. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 good people who who make bad choices. Um, you know, and you know, in the beginning it was a choice. Later on, our addiction took over. We didn't have that choice, um, but we're still good people. You know, we're still worth living. You know, we're still worth loving, um, but. You know, when, when people give up on us, when people look down on us, you know, when, when people shame us for dealing with a sickness that we have just because they don't have it, you know, it, who does that help? You know, um, it, it just hurts too many people. So uh, we can talk about it now or later, but I started a TV talk show, Recover Loud, to help end the stigma of addiction. You know, we are trying to break through to the people who don't understand, you know, that this isn't a life that we chose to do. You know, we might have been teenagers trying to hide from some trauma that we went through and we got caught up in this sickness and didn't know how to stop it. And then here, uh, waking up 20 years later, at 44 years, old, 42 years old, you know, I didn't want to live like that. And uh, it wasn't until I was 42 that I found the way out. And, uh, you know, if I can, if I can help point somebody in the direction before they have to suffer for 20 years, you know, I, I'm going to take that chance, you know, so I recover loud, you know, recovery is possible. There are ways to do it. It's not easy. Nothing happens immediately, but it's worth it. You know, have you noticed any stigma within the recovery community towards Matt and have you, like personally or, and what would you say to them if 
you had? Um, yeah. And, and actually I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I, I experienced stigma almost immediately within the recovery community, because even though we were going, um, as at the rehab I went to, we would go to AA meetings four nights a week. You know, there was one NA meeting, you know, and, uh, we would go to these meetings and where's most of us are sitting there on MAT. I was sitting there on MAT and everybody's talking about, you know, if you're not completely sober, you're not sober. You're not, um, it, it made me sit back in shame, you know, um, those anonymous programs weren't accepting of me in that position I was in because I wasn't, I wasn't sober in their eyes. You know, uh, I went to a, uh, my first home group business meeting and the topic was MAT and everyone there had an opinion that MAT was not, you know, recovery. And, you know, I, I'll admit maybe that's not sobriety, but it's absolutely 100% recovery. You know, I'm doing better today because of it than I was doing, you know, three years ago uh, when I didn't have it. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I couldn't focus on working on myself. I couldn't focus on getting better. Uh, my addiction brought me to a place where I traded my vehicle, you know, for a 20-minute high and had to walk for the next five, six months because I couldn't afford a vehicle to replace it. You know, um, now I've got a, a car that's, you know, the newest car I've ever had. I bought it with 30,000 miles on it. You know, that's, I used to look for something that had 30,000 miles left, you know? Um, and if it made it that far, I was lucky, you know? So I, I couldn't have done that, um, you know, when I was using, um, but on, on MAT, here I am, you know, um, it, it, it's brought me to a place where I can, I can do better tomorrow than I did yesterday. Well, I love that you're recovering loud because we need more voices like yours because the definition of recovery is not the same definition as sobriety. And we're losing too many people to ignore the fact that recovery is amazing and should be celebrated no matter what the pathway to recovery is. Exactly. And, you know, seeing recovery as a destination, I think is part of the problem uh, that some people have, you know, recovery is a process. Um, you know, when I decide that I'm going to start doing better, I can say I'm in recovery and it's up to me, you know, you're in recovery when you say you are. And, you know, once that, once I make that decision, I, I can say that. And, you know, my journey may lead me to complete sobriety. Um, that may be what I want to do in the future. Um, but it doesn't have to start with sobriety. You know, um, those anonymous programs, they start sobriety. They start your recovery on, on day one of quitting using. But what do you do to stay from using for the rest of the three, four or five years? You know, um, a lot of people white knuckle it. You know, whatever it takes, though, you know, uh, I don't want to put down an anonymous program because it works for a lot of people, but it didn't work for me. Um, and staying anonymous didn't work for me, you know, and that's why I recover loud, because those anonymous programs were, were a mystery to me. You know, nobody talked about it. Nobody told me that I found out more people that I have for friends today. You know, I, I found out that they've been in recovery for years 
but I never knew it. You know, um, I knew that they didn't drink or use drugs, but I didn't know it was because they were in a program, you know, and had they told me that, you know, maybe I would have asked where the meetings were. Um, had they told me that the meetings were on Thursday nights, maybe I would have gone and tried to find one. You know, I can't say that I would, but not knowing, um, I absolutely did not try. Um, you know, I, I had at 40 years old, I laid in my bed crying on my birthday because I was living in a trap house, neglecting my daughter, missing my son who lived eight hours away from me in high school. Um, and I was broke and sick and I had no idea what I was going to do. And, you know, I wanted to celebrate my 40th, 40th birthday. I, from the time I was a 10 year old kid, I used to look forward to 40 and, uh, I got to 40 and there was nothing to look forward to. Um, you know, so here I am today at, at 45 and I look forward to every morning, you know, um, and, and it doesn't matter what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm still going to enjoy it, you know, because the alternative is I, I could be dead. Um, you know, I could be sitting in jail uh, or I could be worried about getting my next fix, you know. Yeah, well, I'm proud of you. And it sounds like you've done a lot of the work, which is part of recovery. And it doesn't matter which program. Every program's great in its own way for the person that it works for. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I've, I've had to come a long way with, with a lot of the, the pathways, um, you know, but I, I've watched too many of my friends die. Um, you know, I'm sick of seeing my friends die. Um, and, and, you know, I honestly don't even know how to deal with it, you know, other than turning around and trying to help the next guy, you know, um, showing that that showing them all that there is life you know um we see a lot of people in recovery today who are afraid to go outside their house they they're afraid to live you know but i took my you know i i worked to save my life and uh i'm gonna live it today you know i'm gonna do everything i can today that i couldn't have done if i was still using um whatever that is um you know in a couple of weeks we're gonna fly down to to see my son in North Carolina, um, you know, if I was still using today, if I was still alive while I was still using, that wouldn't happen, you know. Um, for one, I wouldn't be able to afford a trip to, to anywhere from Maine. Um, and the other thing is he wouldn't support me. He wouldn't want to see me. Um, you know, he actually just came back into our lives after, you know, uh, it was about seven years. But the last three and a half he, he is when he found out that, uh, you know, what the extent of uh, the addiction was. And, uh, you know, he blatantly said, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Um, and then finally, three years into recovery, he sees that I'm somebody that's that's worth knowing, worth talking to. And I'm just happy to be there for him today. I'm happy you guys get to have a relationship. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it sounds like, I mean, you're choosing every day to help others and to recover out loud. And that's amazing. So if anyone has any, you know, stigma or bias about different pathways, think about this. There's a lot of people that are completely sober that aren't doing 
those kinds of things. And there are people that are completely sober that are doing those things. And, you know, I hope yeah. you think about this conversation before you, you judge a different pathway. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I do too, because it's, like I said earlier, we're, we're good people. Um, we are somebody's sons, daughters, fathers, brothers. Um, you know, we care about other people. But when we're using, we don't know how to show that, you know, we're not able to show that we're not willing, you know, blatantly to, to do that stuff. Um, but when we get a taste of recovery and see that we can live a life and have relationships and and positively affect other people, uh, it, it's it, it's a life I, I wouldn't trade today for a bag, you know, before I would have traded anything for for you know, a high today, none of that would, I, I wouldn't give up anything today for that. You know, JR said, that's the beauty of recovery, waking up and living a life worth living. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I would love to hear more about recovery on the road and just the different things that you're involved in recover loud, the, the YouTube and, and you said TV channel. I'd love to hear more about both of those. Oh, I, thanks. Um, so Recovery on the Road is a Facebook group that my wife and I started together. Um, my wife, Lori, and I both entered recovery on the same day, uh, November 3rd, 2018. Um, due to some issues, we didn't live together again for 18 months after that. So in February of 2020, um, I came home, moved in with her. And, you know, during the pandemic, we couldn't really go anywhere and hang out. So we went out and we rode around the state, you know, we climbed mountains, we went to the rivers, we, we did things, you know, and we would take pictures and we would share our adventures on Facebook. Um, and as a way to not, um, you know, bombard our, our non-recovery friends with our annoying, you know, joy, uh, I started the Facebook group just to share our, we started the Facebook group to share our journey, you know, with those people that wanted to, to hear it. And, uh, you know, it wasn't long before people were sharing the group and, you know, joining the group from all over the world, people I didn't know. Um, and it, it, it took me by surprise that people would be interested in, in our recovery journey. Um, but it showed me that people were starving for connection. You know, um, I've seen that, uh, the TED talk from Johan, um, uh, I'll forget his last name. Um, Is it Rat Park? But, uh, no, Johan Gary oh. Um, oh. says that connection is the opposite of addiction. And, you know, it. that's 100% true in my eyes. Um, because if we can stay connected to people, um, if we can, you know, connect to resources, if we can connect to other people in a situation like ours, we can work to stay clean. Um, you know, and we can believe it's possible. So, you know, seeing that people were starving for connection uh, at a time when meetings were shut down, uh, churches were closed, um, you know, it wasn't possible to get together. Um, you know, they started turning to these Facebook groups and, and I'm just one of them. Or ours is just one of them. Um, but I'm, I'm thrilled that so many people around the world can join the group and know that they never have to feel alone. You know, Facebook never shuts down. There's people all over the world that aren't sleeping, you know, all times of the day. 
So if somebody feels alone, they can hop in the group and they can make a post and, and somebody's up somewhere and uh, they can get that connection. You know, and I'm, I'm just happy that we're able to provide that connection. Um, I share resources from around the state, um, you know, or the country. If people share that with me, uh, I'm happy to share that because people are from everywhere. Um, but, you know, we share resources for people, um, you know, meeting links, um, positive affirmations. You know, I, I like to make memes with, with the pictures that we take when we go out. So it's really just, um, you know, that's how that started. And, you know, Lori and I, uh, last summer, we would travel around and do some outreach. And, uh, you know, I, I bought T-shirts and face masks with our logo on it. And, uh, you know, we would go around and join other groups uh, out there, uh, whether they were feeding the homeless or, you know, doing some kind of clothing drive or something you know, um, uh, a black balloon event, uh, to celebrate the lives of all those people that we've lost. Um, you know, there's another one coming up in, on March 6th that we're going to be a part of. Um, and, you know, just making all these connections with people doing wonderful things, um, in recovery. So that's, that's the gist of recovery on the road. Um, and as, as the group grew, and, you know, Lori and I grew in our in our recovery ourselves. Um, we both became registered became peer registered. recovery coach coaches for the state of Maine. And, uh, you know, I'm actually taking classes right now to go on to certification uh, to be a recovery coach, certified recovery coach. Um, but, you know, it, it provides us a platform to reach as many people as we can. Um, one thing that we wanted to do uh, was when we found out about the expansion of the Good Sam Law uh, coming up to vote, we wanted to create a um, kind of like a documentary about the Good Samaritan Law. And so I went around looking for producers and I was hoping somebody would say, I love your idea, let me produce it for you. And instead I found a studio that said, pay me 30 bucks, I'll teach you how to use the equipment and you can make it yourself. And at first I said, no way, uh, I don't want to do that because I thought I'd be limited to my own ideas. Um, and I wanted the message to get out there. Um, but honestly, we came up with the idea for a TV talk show, um, Recover Loud, where we can bring people on, share their amazing stories in recovery, um, share the resources that they're offering people and get information out to people, you know, whether they're in recovery or not. So the show plays on local access TV, uh, Portland Channel 5. Um, it premieres every uh, Thursday nights at 7 o'clock. Um, and we will premiere the, the episodes as soon as we get them um, edited up on YouTube, uh, on our YouTube channel, Recover Loud. So uh, we do one show a week. Uh, you know, that's the plan. That's the goal. We've got three episodes on, on YouTube right now. Uh, the third episode is actually premiering tonight on uh, Portland TV Channel 5. And, uh, you know, we, we just hope to reach as many people to, to help end the stigma, you know, and uh, get people to support us um, in recovery and understand that in recovery, we're not the same breed, we're not the same, addict. the same addict that hurt them, you know. So. We do recover. <laughs> we do recover. And I saw that Carrie put in the chat. Um, she said, Michael, I definitely really, 
relate to you. I lost my son when he was eight years old due to my addiction. My son was born in Maine. After 15 years, he finally came back home to me in South Carolina last year. He's 23 now. The promises definitely come true. Don't forget you are worth it. The blessings of recovery. The blessings do come true. You know, starting with, you know, waking up every morning. You know, and uh, everything else is a blessing. Uh, my wife doesn't agree when I say it, but, you know, I when I get to do the vacuuming, when I get to do the dishes, when I get to walk the dog, get I get to clean the litter box, you know. I could have used and died, and I'd never get to do those things again, you know. So yeah. that's that goes back to the talk about being present in recovery, right? And yeah. all all the moments and all the stuff that we've missed because we were so wrapped up with ourselves, we were so wrapped up in our addiction, and you know, it's it's the Carl show, or it's the Mike show, or it's the Ashley show, or it's the Brett show. But in reality, what happens is that we miss so much. And now we just have that opportunity to look down at our feet and say to ourselves, you know what, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. And oftentimes that might not feel like it for some of us, right? Because we, we might be thinking, well, do I really need to be here right now? But if you trust that your higher power, that you are on a path and you trust the process. And as cliche as that might sound, right? Because I used to get mad when people say, trust the process. And I'd be like, man, screw you. I'm not trusting in anything. But that was because of my own limitations to myself. I didn't have the ability to see past my own self. I didn't have the ability to see kind of the bigger picture with things. And so now I absolutely trust the process. It's like doing one of those trust falls when you're with all your coworkers and you know, it just, man, it's, it's so beautiful to be able to trust that, you know, it's going to be okay. Even if you're in your feelings and your feelings are so overwhelming at that time, it's, it'll be okay. Yeah. And you know why I got kicked out of rehab was because I was always trying to figure out what that process was. I didn't trust it. I wanted to dissect it and identify it and, and, and beat it. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to sit here for six months and figure it out. I, I want to figure out what the process is and get to the end. You know, I read all the books. Uh, I studied recovery. I, I knew all the cliches, um, but I didn't get it, you know, and my actions showed the other 16 guys that I was living with that I didn't get it. And, you know, they asked me to leave. And I was like, what are you talking about? I've read all the books. You know, I'm the one talking at every meeting. You know, I'm the one telling everybody what they need to hear. You know, I didn't get it. And then I went into sober living and it was the same way. You know, I said, I'm the smartest guy here. And they said, Mike, you're a jerk. Hit the road. And, you know, so living in my car, I, I realized, you know, recovery wasn't just about using drugs or not using substances. You know, it was about making a change and being a better person. Yeah. It's that lifestyle that we talk about, right? And, and the recovery lifestyle. It's it's not a, mm -hmm. uh, an immediate fix to, to something. This is a way that we have to approach our lives in order to, have, to achieve these long-term, long outcome goals. Because 
the, the road of recovery never stops for us until we stop on that road at some point when when God or, or the higher power decides that we're no longer needed to take this journey and we can go into a, a place of, 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 you know, serenity and, and, and whatever you might believe would happen after you leave this earth. But, um, you know, so it's, it's really, uh, I think that scares a lot of people when they come into recovery though, like just the idea that this is going to be something that I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life. Are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) really? That sounds so exhausting, but it really isn't, man. You know, it just becomes, it's like a habit. It just becomes a daily thing. And, you know, and some, some days our recovery, we work a little more and other days, man, we got to work a little bit harder. And some days it's just like kicking back and on the beach and, and everything else. So Mike, you mentioned that you have episode three coming up on your channel. Can you tell us a little bit about what that episode is going to be about? Um, yeah, actually, um, the third episode that we filmed, um, Mm -hmm. it it was an emotional one. Um, we have a 20 year old daughter who lived with us through, through most of our addiction. Um, she saw all the ugliness. Um, you know, she was neglected. Um, we stole birthday money, um, denied Christmas gifts. You know, um, it, it was, it was a tough life for her, you know? And, um, you know, she finally got to meet a sober version of me at 16. And, uh, you know, she's been a great support, um, since getting into recovery. Um, so episode three is actually an interview that we did with Taylor, um, asking her what it was like to, to live with parents who were, you know, suffering from substance use disorder. Um, and then how could she turn around and support us in our recovery today? You know, um, and, uh, you know, my daughter's an amazing woman, um, despite the upbringing that she had, you know, my two sons are the same, you know, they're doing amazing things today, despite the upbringing that they had for me. Um, and, you know, so, so getting to talk to Taylor um, and share that with everybody and, and get an understanding for, you know, um, the addiction itself um, and, you know, the disease of addiction. And, uh, you know, then we let her actually ask, ask us some questions. And, uh, you know, she didn't, she didn't play nice. You know, she, she was, was, was going for the answers that she needed for her Mm -hmm. own growth, you know, and, and it wasn't easy. Um, you know, it, it hurt to explain it, but I'm so glad that I was able to have that conversation with her. Um, you know, she's been supportive since day one, um, three years ago. Um, she's been around for some tough conversations, but you know, these were some questions that, that never quite got answered. And, uh, you know, it's, it's worth a watch. Um, you know, if, if you're struggling with how to talk to your own kids about addiction, um, you know, this might be an icebreaker. Um, you know, it, it might give you some ideas. Uh, I'm in no way a counselor. Um, the show is not meant to counsel anybody. Um, but it, it gives you one way, you know, that it might work or might help to, uh, to talk to your kids about it, you know, when they're ready, when you're ready, um, you know, I was just glad that she was ready to have that conversation and actually give us the opportunity, um, you know, to share uh, some of the thoughts that went into the 
the behaviors um, during her 16 years. Um, and and I'm just grateful that she supports us today. It's amazing. I'm excited to watch. Hopefully, those. Yeah. You said. Um, I think I personally, I know I've said it a lot before. Is I've gotten a lot of healing from family members of, you know, people with substance use disorder, and just it's done a lot of healing for me to be able to work with them. So I mean, it was your daughter, and I'm, I'm sure it was hard. But was there a lot of healing? It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, there's. There's no way to gauge it, um, but, it, you know, the conversations after, you know, just that, you know, a little bit more free, you know what I mean? Um, we don't have to hide our lives anymore from her. I mean, we've done all the worst things that we could do to her, um, you know, and same with my sons. Um, an upcoming episode, we are traveling to North Carolina to interview my, uh, my second oldest son. Uh, he's a Marine. Um, his four years in high school, he lived with an aunt and uncle of mine, uh, eight hours away from me. Um, he was going, we had moved to the area in Massachusetts. He got onto the varsity basketball team. He was on the football team and he didn't want to leave when, when my addiction got real bad and I had to run home. You know, I totaled four vehicles in three months. Um, I couldn't function in that environment. I had to get back to a place I knew. Uh, to people I knew, to people I could honestly take advantage of, people I could manipulate, um, you know. So uh, when we went home, he asked to stay, to stay there. And, you know, that was an option because, you know, we had an aunt and uncle that lived on a lake, you know, with a party boat and a jet ski and was able to give him a car. You know, he was going to have all the things that I would never be able to provide for him. Um so we saw that as, as a, uh, you know, a way for him to get out, honestly, and, you know, enjoy his childhood. Um, and then when we got home, you know, couldn't send birthday money. Uh, I couldn't afford to travel down to, to visit him. Um, you know, uh, he was a basketball star. And, you know, I, I would listen to the games on the radio online, and I couldn't wait to talk to him after the game. And he wouldn't call, you know. Um, so when we got into recovery, um, you know, he was still upset with us and he joined the Marines and, and went and did his thing. Um, we, the first trip we took actually in recovery was to his graduation, um, uh, back in, in, uh, 2019. And then he went off to do his thing and, and didn't include us in any of it. You know, he went to Japan for six months and, uh, you know, came back and got married and it wasn't until afterwards that he decided to share that with us. But, you know, it was such a great feeling that after three years, he was finally ready to share with us that he, he did that, you know, and say, look, I'm not mad at you guys anymore. I want to get to know you. I want you back in my life. Um, so we're excited to have those conversations with him uh, in an upcoming episode. Um, he was not privy to, to a lot of those conversations that we had with Taylor um, early on. So it, it's, it's going to be different, um, than that last episode, but, uh, you know, I think it's going to be healing for us all, uh, in the end when we get to have that conversation with him. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, it's, it's just so great to, to hear that, 
you know, things are really kind of coming back together for you. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, like we said, the ability to have all of this, um, you know, work for us and the ability to be present for these moments. And now we have this uh, ability to reshape our family, <clears throat> to make those connections again, and to really kind of, uh, look at things and say, you know what, this is where, where we took some wrong steps and we can come back to this and talk about it as adults. We can take responsibility for the things that we need to take responsibility for, and we can start that amends process to start to heal, which is so important in recovery, the healing process that needs to happen and that needs to take place in order for us to move on past everything so that we can, uh, you know, move forward with our recovery. Mm. So, Brett, you want to, so we're almost at the top of the hour here. Um, let's, let's take care of a little, um, housekeeping stuff again. And I would like to remind everybody that, uh, we are going to be moving Well, we've already moved to Thursdays. So thank you for joining us on Thursdays. Um, our giveaway today is going to be, uh, is it JR's book that we're doing today? It is JR's Yeah. Book, and it's a signed okay. copy. Oh, a signed copy. And that's it not is. just the signature that has been printed on the front it's an insided signed copy wait Correct. is that right <laughs> in insided yes inside the book is a signature of mr weaver um our fearless leader so um thank you jr for um doing uh, all of that and um, we really appreciate you donating your book over to it. Uh, I'm waiting for my copy still in the mail and, uh, as soon as it arrives, I will be, uh, viewing it. So I'm really happy for that. Um, that's really awesome. And why don't we take a moment, uh, if you don't mind, Mike, we're going to take a little, uh, break here just for a second. And why don't we talk a little bit about the sober app guys? Cause we have the sober app, which is going to be releasing on, uh, February the 10th and uh, we actually put a little video together so uh, Brett do you want to show that little video right now and sure. and we can uh, we can give give them a few minutes to uh, to look at the video yeah yeah we'll look at the the sober app video and we'll also congratulate jr on winning his bronze award for I think it was from the feathered quill Yes. So he won another award on this book that you're about wow. to win. So wow. it's amazing. He's actually won quite a few awards for this book. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. JR, maybe you can mention in the comments because JR wants, JR wants his own book. JR, I will make sure that you get your own copy. Uh, don't worry about that, sir. <laughs> um, but JR, why don't you uh, make a list while we're viewing the video that we can post up afterwards so that we can uh, see all of the different awards that you have won for this book. So, Brett, why don't you go ahead and we'll show that video. We love the analogy of the Yellow Pages for sobriety. The Sober app is a safe place that someone can go from any walk of sobriety or recovery to educate themselves. This includes individuals just like you who have walked the path of recovery and succeeded in a life after addiction. Our tracking doesn't just include days sober, but it also includes a 10 to 1 style tracking of how you're eating, feeling, as well as any physical activity that you have done. They are displayed in a graph style of monthly, weekly, and yearly charts 
which will allow you to look back at your ups and downs to get an idea of what has helped the most. Each entry you make will include a journal log and an image upload. Our communities are abundant with users just like yourself that can come and go 24-7. You can discuss every aspect of being sober. This could include finding sobriety in college to being a successful professional or maybe a stay-at-home mom, all without the desire to drink or use. Our bread and butter is our education center. This is where you can find a Rolodex of sections from podcasts, blogs, recovery coaches, YouTube channels, motivational inspiration, fitness, wellness, and much more. Every section will have a variety of content as well as new content being added daily. These sections and courses are hosted by individuals who are in recovery and who have suffered from addiction in their lives. We have many walks of life, from basic social media influencers to professional counselors, recovery coaches, and even university degree professionals. 90% of our content is in audio-visual format and is made to be visually engaging. We also just launched a new platform, which will allow access to our classes, where you can discuss in live format with our podcasters, recovery coaches, fitness coaches, authors, and other professionals. Be sure to check back with the Recovery Revolution Live channel for more release date information and how to download the Sober app. All right, guys. So, if again, if you guys want to download the Sober app, the release date for that is going to be uh, February the 10th, and we are going to have more information about that. And we might even be able to ask Curtis um, if we can have him jump on the stream next week because next week's stream on Thursday actually takes place on February the 10th. So we might be able to uh, allow him to come on and help promote the app a little bit, um, which I think would kind of be cool. Uh, the other thing that we have going on right now, and Brett's going to throw a slide up again for you guys, is that we are now able to host a message format that's an uh, audio format. So if you guys would like to leave a short message for us and we can um, potentially play the message on the air, we um, are also going to use this new format to do a ask section and you guys will be able to ask us questions and then we'll be able to answer those questions for you. So again, if you want to check out that link, we will have a description and we will have the link in the show description below. So if you're watching us after the live stream, I uh, just go onto YouTube and there's going to be a little um, arrow that you push down. And that's going to um, allow you guys to get to all of those links that we're going to have um, over the uh, next little bit. And yeah, so really good stuff coming in. So, Brett, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what type of um, how that how can they go over to this new site to leave us a message? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, it's really simple. I'll throw that graphic back up as, yeah. as the URL. So all you have to do is go to speak-to.us slash RRL for Recovery Revolution Live. And 
It's a, it's a really simple format. So it's going to pull up the screen and there's going to be a big record button. You click on that and you start talking. And when you're done, you hit the stop button and you send it to us. Uh, you have the option to put your name on there if you want your name or if you want to be anonymous, you can leave that blank and you hit the send button and we get an email that says, hey, we just got a new voice message and we can check those out. And hopefully uh, if you guys have questions for us or the guests, um, since we do post on social media about who are, excuse me, who our upcoming guests are, if you have a specific question for that guest and you're not going to be able to be on the live stream, but you still want to be able to ask that question, you can send us that voice message and we can hopefully play that on the show and get that question answered for you. Yeah. And you know, one of the other things that we're, we're doing on the show is that we're trying to come up with different ways to get you guys engaged and, um, you know, have our viewership go up in the show. So one of the things that we were talking about on a round table when we all got together and, and we're discussing this was the idea that we could do a call in segment as well. So we're going to be setting up a uh, phone number that we are going to have specific guests or people, um, that we're going to be calling in and then we can actually do a live session with them uh, through the power of technology and we're going to have a call-in section. So uh, I think next week we actually have our first uh, call-in section that I'm going to be doing with one of my viewers from the Drunken Worm podcast and she's going to be coming on to the show via her phone and she's going to be talking to us a little bit uh, so keep your ears and eyes out for that. We will also have um, a Google form set up on the website where you guys can apply to have um, to be part of the call in section. And what we'll ask is that you guys leave a question for us to answer. And then we're going to give you a call back on the show live and you can ask your question and then we'll uh, hopefully be able to talk about it with our guests, talk about it amongst ourselves. And um, that I think that'll be a really cool way to try to drive some engagement uh, for you guys on the show. And again, we're really um, proud of of everybody for sticking through it. We have um, 11 live streamers right now, and actually quite a few of them are doing it on YouTube. So we really appreciate you guys coming on again and sticking with us tonight. So yeah, and uh, um, Jr. Jr. left the uh, list of awards if we want to if we want to oh, go yeah. through those. Yeah, let's. There's the first, it's in two different comments. That's how many awards he's won. It wouldn't fit in one comment. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So that's, that's your first one. The Royal Dragonfly Award in 2001, the TCK Publishing Reader's Choice Award in 2002, the uh, Feathered Quill Bronze Award. That's the one that Ashley just mentioned there. And uh, these are the other ones that he has here. The 2020 International Book Awards finalist for Health, Addiction, and Recovery 2021. Uh, the Titan Silver Award, um, American Writing Awards winner. So uh, JR is a very good writer. This is a very popular book. And if you guys would like your free copy of the book, uh, just go ahead and leave that hashtag addiction manifesto in there and that will automatically throw you into the drawing to win this book and jr thank you again for making that donation on on your book brother we really appreciate it well and before we draw the winner um i see you know mike has to get going he's got some things he needs to do so 
I want to thank him for being here and I want to give him a chance to say anything he wants to tell anybody that's listening. Oh yeah. 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 Um, guys, honestly, I'm just really grateful um, to be invited onto the show tonight uh, for a chance to recover loud, uh, to share some hope, to share a bit of my story um, and, and to share, you know, some of the good things that are going on in Maine. Um, you know, we have the, uh, the expansion of the good Sam law coming up. Uh, we're really hopeful for that. Um, you know, the way it is now, it's saving lives. You know, people, some people are, are taking the chance to call and, and people are, are living. Um, but we need to save as many lives as possible. And, you know, that's why I do everything I do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, shows like this shows like mine, um, are going to make a difference. Um, and, and I just appreciate you guys bringing me on, uh, recover loud is on YouTube, um, recovery on the road, Facebook group. Uh, please join. Um, if, if somebody's struggling, please reach out and, uh, you know, find that connection that you need, um, so that, uh, you can get through tonight and, uh, try again tomorrow. Thank you for recovering loud. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, Mike, you like us, you know, your your goal out there is to really just kind of help people along, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Brett and I have always said that we started our podcast and if and I my whole goal was to reach one person, man. And, you know, in a short amount of time, uh, you know, now I co-host a live show with uh, two other amazing people on here and I get to meet amazing guests like you. So just just keep doing what you're doing, brother. And uh, the gifts are going to keep on coming in, man. I, I agree. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. And make sure you let us know what happens with me and expanding Good Sam. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if it doesn't pass, we're going to, uh, you know, right away, we're going to keep fighting. Um, you know, I think there's only 47 states right now that have a Good Samaritan law. Uh, I think there needs to be a federal standard for Good Samaritan law. People should not be criminalized for using substances uh, and trying to save somebody's life. Um, you know, this is an issue for every person in every state across the country. It should be a national thing. Um, and, uh, you know, we need to stop giving up on our brothers and sisters and fathers just because they're suffering from a disease, you know. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, have a great night. I appreciate you bringing me on the show. All right, Mike. Thanks take so care. Much, Mike. Yeah, and yes. for those those of you that are streaming with us, don't leave yet because we still have the drawing to do, which we're going to go ahead and do. And um, all right, guys. So, uh, wow, what a show, man! He was really cool, man. I really liked having him on. Um, so I'm I'm going to tell my my truth to the uh, to the people that are are watching and streaming with us. Uh, I've I missed probably about one third of the show. Um, in the background, I was texting these guys, and my computer was freaking out on me because I, I think it was when I was trying to upload that video, and and I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, so uh, I I missed a little bit. So, uh, but really, really good stuff tonight, man. It's been a great day. How was your guys's day, man? Has it been good? Good, man. Good. Yeah, we. Yeah. I'm in the middle of a Texas blizzard, so I did not go to work today, and. As you can see from the background, I got a little bit of unpacking done. So it's been a very productive day for me. Yeah. Public storage has moved out of your room. 
Well, not completely, but <laughs> there's there's still some that's a little bit off camera that you can't see. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys. There's still work to be done. It's progress, <laughs> not perfection. That's right. That's right. I've had a a little bit of a rough day. It's been a, a frustrating day, but yeah. I'm gonna tell you the worst day and the most frustrating day is not anything compared to even the best day of active addiction. So that's right. Um, I'm I'm all right that I had a rough day. Yeah. It's not yeah. a rough life. Yeah. That um that would just be amazing, you know, to uh to you know, I, I just I think I was talking to JR last night and and um he he made we made that same comment like, you know, I'll take my worst day today over any of my best days back then because they really don't compare anymore. And you know, we call it Cadillac problems, right? Gold-plated problems. I don't mind having gold-plated problems. Ian's offering to buy us lunch and supper if we change our time to 9 p.m. Eastern instead of 8 p.m. Eastern. I want to I know what these meals look like. Yeah, Ian, what are you offering us, man? Because, you know, we will work for food, or at least we're, I will. We're in recovery. You get people to do what you want when you bring food to the table. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, and, and just... Before he makes that offer, I'm going to let him know that my doctor has recommended that I only eat steak and lobster. So just going to throw that out there. I do have some dietary restrictions. Yeah, that's right. Ian, we have lots of dietary restrictions here. <laughs> um, just just know that before you get into the uh, into the thing here. And guys, thank you very much for posting those hashtags. We are letting um, not all of you um, lobster or Burger King. Um, probably not Burger King, but if you want to do Red Lobster, um, oh goodness, I'm so glad that the person from Maine is not on the stream right now as I talk about Red Lobster, because I think that that is like a big no-no if you talk to somebody from Maine. They're like, Red what? Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Ashley, what, do you have any dietary restrictions that you would like to let uh, you know about? I like chocolate and I like food. Okay. And I'm not going to be bougie like Carl. I'll take Burger King or lobster. Brett's the bougie one tonight. I mean, look at that chair he's sitting in. Dude, what kind of chair is that? It is a Techni gaming chair. Mine's a, game. Mine's a gaming chair, too. Oh. It's just you can't tell because it's gray and black. Yeah. But they're rated for longer sitting time and with work oh. and then school. Oh. So like a regular office chair, they have like four to six hours rating. And oh. like gaming chairs have like eight to ten, sometimes twelve, depending on. Oh. Yeah. So let's keep this the stream going for another nine or ten hours. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I'm down, right? I just finished with Shane. And um that episode's gonna be going, going up pretty soon. Brett, what do you have coming up for um for your podcast, man? What what's going on this week for you? Well, yesterday I released my episode with Ashley, which is an excellent yes! episode. We're trying to uh, we're trying to beat Jr's number, so give us some support and listen yeah. to Ashley's episode. It's uh, so then, good. Yeah, and then coming up on Wednesday is going to be episode one hundred of Recovery Survey. Nice. So it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a little bit different of an episode than a typical one. You know, usually yeah. I have a guest on and we do a little interview and. This one is going to be a compilation. I did kind of like the uh, 
what's it called where we're asking people to send in the voice messages and questions i set up something similar to that and i sent it out to a bunch of previous guests and people that follow the show so i have about i can't remember the exact number but i have about 25 ish messages from different people mm-hmm. that have been previous yeah. guests and fans of the show um so put those together and then a few other little things so i'm excited about it it's going to be uh, a really awesome episode and you know i've I'm still kind of blown away that I made it to a hundred episodes. I'm sure my wife is too, because I'm really good at starting a hobby and then forgetting about it a few months later. So glad to be a part of the recovery community and, and try to like, like, uh, like our guest was talking about, you know, try to recover loud and, and be able to spread that message and let people know that recovery is possible. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, just, just, just like Mike was talking about in the beginning, I didn't know anything about recovery. I didn't know where to find those resources um, so I want to be that person that that if someone is struggling, they can reach out to. And I know just from people that I, that have messaged me on Facebook that I've been friends with on Facebook for years, um, you know, people that I didn't even know were struggling have sent me messages. And that just lets me know that that I'm heading in the right direction and that I'm that I'm recovering out loud and letting people know that it is possible. So, yeah, that's that's my two cents on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And um it's uh that's that's so awesome congratulations on your 100th episode and congratulations to ashley to being the 99th episode um that's like i think that's such an accomplishment to to have your 100th episode i mean i was stoked at my 20th episode so i i don't know what my feelings and emotions are going to be when i hit 100 but um you know i will and um yeah man so it's it's going to be amazing I think we should do a live remote. JR, can you get us into a live remote in Vegas? Thank you. Um, if, if you haven't checked out his 99th episode, since me and JR are in competition, you yes. know, please, please listen to it because JR's won a lot of awards. So he's okay not winning this one. Yeah. JR, you don't always have to be first. And if you only just listen, Cause I'm a girl and you want a girl to win. Like I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, And you can listen multiple times to help Ash. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, with, so I, I've got a show coming up and it was, it's with my really good friend, Jennifer. She's a nutritionist, a wellness expert, a, um, life and recovery coach. She also is a, um, yoga instructor and, uh, she does a lot of work with recovering addicts straight out of rehab. She does a lot of work with people in long-term recovery and helping them reach their life goals and also recovery goals. And so she came on to the episode and we've put together a whole thing of courses and um, one-on-one sessions that are uh, at 12% off for my viewers. So keep your eyes and ears open for the Drunken Worm podcast episode coming up, which is going to be releasing on Friday. And that episode is number 23, and it's called Do You Get My Drift? Because we are doing a play on words against relapse drift and the drift that happens after the new year. And where do all of our goals go? Right? So how many of us? I'm a fan of 23. Does anybody know who 23 is? No. Uh, is it a band? Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, Michael Jordan, MJ. And I'm not even a sports guy. Come on. I want to be like Mike. Yeah. There you go. Episode 23. Good job. Superstar. (laughs) Ian, help me out here, man. They're ganging up on me. 
um quick send us a lobster uh <laughs> so okay man so do you want to do the drawing brett sure. do you have our do we have our little drawing um uh, music a drum roll is what i need a drum of, roll i will my, work yeah i'll work my, on uh, getting some my game show music i need yeah to, put your, put your to game show drum roll. yes But until we get the drum roll, this this music will just have to do. So let's see. Let's hit the magical so draw button. Yeah. Well, I, so I wanted 80s. something that's kind of a throwback, man. I, I grew up watching uh, Game Show Network and watching the old game shows. So, I, I you know, I, there's something nostalgic about it, man. Deal or no, uh, not deal or no deal. What's the, what's the one with the whammies? Uh, price, price, the, no, not price. No, right double there. No, it's not double On there. Where's that one? No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Oh, um, right. yeah, 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 yeah. We, we have a winner. All right, we have a winner. And it is Michael's daughter, Taylor. Taylor, Congratulations, you are Taylor. our winner. Congratulations. You um, the signed copy of JR's book, The yes. Addiction Manifesto. So yeah. get with us after the show, and we'll get your information how, and get that over to you. How does she get with us after the show? I'm just curious. Well, we do have those fancy new email addresses. Oh yeah. Oh, are those live yet? Do we have our Ashley's real email address? Yes. Oh, Ashley is saying yes. Okay. So we have yet. we have our own email addresses and we will be providing those in the show notes also, Brett. Just uh, FYI there. And um <laughs> so if you guys want to email us, if you want to email the show, let us know how we're doing. Um oh, if you the, want to the send crowd us crowd is uh, demanding electric kazoo. How can oh I yes. Oh in the electric kazoo, yes. <laughs> Thank you, JR, for setting up our emails, by the way. Yes, thank you, JR. JR. Mine is Ashley at recoveryrevolution.org, I think. There's a there's a dash in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a dash, too. Uh, but mine, he's going to type it. I was just saying. Mine is Carl at re, 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 what is it? Recovery-revolution.org. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, it's, it's really simple. It's everybody's first name at recovery-revolution.org. So, so send us a message. Recovery-revolution.org. <laughs> Ashley at recovery-revolution.org. Carl at recovery-revolution.org. Okay, let us, so can, let us know something you liked, poster. something you'd like to yeah. hear about, something you'd like to learn more about, or that you'd yes. like us to talk about, Absolutely. or something you'd like us to not talk about more yes. than we talk about too much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, and also, um, so uh, I want to also mention that we are going to be starting a new way for you guys to sign up for your birthdays, and that is also going on the website, which will be part of, yes, thank you. Do not encourage him, Chrissy. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so the birthdays are now going to be changed over to our website, and we are building a Google form. So if you want to submit your birthday, you can do it on the Google form. And then each month we're going to go through that list and we're going to start plugging names in for our birthdays. And uh, are we doing birthdays today or are we doing that next week, man? Uh, we're not doing it today. I have okay. not received the January list just yet. So hopefully okay. by next week um, I will receive that and put together a little video for everybody that celebrated in January. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah. So we'll be. If you didn't remember to do it you still have a little bit of time to get your name on that list if you did celebrate in january so uh yeah no dilly dallying you got to get on there quick yeah. exactly. i haven't gotten cake yet so i can't celebrate I when i get cake we'll all celebrate 
big for January. Oh, yeah. January. I have a birthday in February. It's my belly button birthday on the 27th. My daughter's birthday is the 5th this weekend. Mm, really? Oh, my daughter's Happy birthday, birthday to your daughter. Wow. February's strong in the house. Look at that. Strong. Going strong. Bunch of Pisces. Well, wait, is your daughter a Pisces, Ashley? No, she's not a Pisces, right? So I, I think know. Pisces is like in the middle of the month. I'm a Pisces because I'm at the end of the month. So I don't know. Brett's What's daughter the first one? I, the I year. I'm a Capricorn from December. Yeah. Um, but I think Capricorns start like the 23rd. So there's one between. I don't know which one it is. Yes. Uh-oh, we are getting bombed here. What is this recovery survey episode? Ashley Grimes? I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I don't, I don't, we, I don't, I don't know. Wow, look at that. From the recovery survey podcast. It's fantastic. Help Ashley out. How yeah. many, how many am I behind JR by right now? Still like Ooh, a thousand or more. Give me just once. Yeah, what are your stats there, buddy? So while you guys are doing that, I'm going to tell a little story because I, I was talking about it being a really long day. And so I was on my interview with Shane and we just got done doing our little warm up session where I got to tell him, like, I'm so excited because I'm, I'm like geeking out on you right now. And um, <laughs> so I hit the record button and I start doing my intro and I'm like, welcome to the and dude, my brain froze. And I started to say the recovery revolution live stream. <laughs> And then I went in and I was like, wait, is it the sober guy? And this was all going on in my head. And um, I, I ended up having to hit the stop button on the record. Um, and I just smiled at him like, dude, I don't even know what podcast I'm doing right now. Like, it's all running together for me. So, um, yeah, yeah. The sober writer. That sounds ominous. Who's the sober writer? I do not I wonder, know, but what do you, what do they ride? Back to back to the question. Ashley, oh yes, you're, you're thank you. Fifteen hundred plays behind, so you got wow. a little bit of ground so, to make up. A little bit of fifteen hundred people to listen yeah. to this. So Ash, if you don't think your listen matters, it does. Your listen matters. Yes, all fifteen hundred yeah. of you, and yeah. your best friends, and their best friends, and their children. If JR wins, is he going to add that to his list of awards when we talk about his book? <laughs> probably. I'll probably rub it in every time he talks to me. Well, you know, you're 1,500 views behind. <laughs> He's not like that, really, but I'm just giving him a crap. JR, we love you, man. Are you still with us? Uh, the Sober Rider. Man, um, if you can please uh, put a chat in the little box there, I would really love to know um, what you ride. Are we talking about like a, I'm guessing a motorcycle, um, maybe a horse? I don't know. Oh, it's the server rider is Curtis. Oh, Curtis. Oh. oh, hello, Curtis. Curtis, did you see the commercial that we ran for your app? Everybody, we have we have uh, Curtis, who is the uh, what is Curtis? Is he the founder, the CEO? I, I forget what his title is, but he he is in charge of the uh, the server app, right? He's the big dog. He's the big dog over at the sober app. Yeah. Curtis. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Curtis approved. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Curtis, what do you, what do you ride? Are you a motorcycle rider? 
I'm I'm curious where you got that name, the sober rider. Ian says moped. Moped, yes, Ian. With a lobster basket in the back for his belongings. <laughs> Michael, thank you very much for being on the show and electric bike. Um it, it was really a pleasure having you on, brother. We're just having fun right now. Sober Mafia, J.R. Weaver. That guy's crazy. I don't know if you've ever talked to him before. I took one of those quizzes on Facebook this week, and yeah. it told me that I should be a mafia boss. Like It's like that profession that you you should have done, and it said that I was supposed to be a mafia boss. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. A mafia. Super mafia, mafia boss. Like La Maybe it's kind of the same. The yeah. Bills Mafia. Yeah, right. Buffalo Bills. That sounds pretty like, uh, intense. Hey, can we? From can Curtis, we? <laughs> his explanation of his of his name. Oh, or, you rode from, from Seattle, Seattle to Yosemite, Yosemite on a bike? A bicycle, yeah. No, no. Okay, yeah, I get it. A bike, a bicycle, same thing. But I think he was not just like a like a cruiser bicycle. I mean, was it Curtis? This is okay, getting I interesting. It was like a hardcore cyclist. I bet it, yeah, I bet it wasn't an electric bike. Frame. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had the aerodynamic helmet. Yeah, the one that swoops back. That uh -huh. like, dude, those look like the Star Wars ones that those guys would wear when the Death Star would like destroy something, and they had those. It swooped in the front and it swooped in the back. Super aerodynamic for destroying planets. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> see when our guest leaves just just the kids mayhem. get kids get may, yeah absolute mayhem um it's a good thing they don't oh. see the chat messages we send each other <laughs> right <laughs> so glad oh i'm behind on those you guys don't realize we have like three chat rooms that we have to maintain while we're doing this show and um did you hear curtis tell the truth it was a scooter yeah. Um. Yeah, we have the chat rooms that we monitor on here, but and then the Facebook Live and the YouTube. But we also have like our text message chat that, and you know, Carl's in California and I'm in Florida, and then Brett's like in the middle and Jr's on the East Coast too. Well, like Eastern time, so like, yeah. you know, Carl likes to answer at like two in the morning, and you know, <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't reply until late. I'm like, dude, it's like lunchtime he's like i just got out of bed man so it's i 10 i o'clock here i just so i message at 6 30 in the morning my time when i'm on my way to work as you know just mm -hmm. to keep it real yeah no they don't see the private chat jr don't <laughs> worry we're not going to show them all all the bs that we talk about you um, <laughs> um oh miami i in in you're from miami uh Wow. How do y'all keep it together with all this text? Man, Bruce, Bruce, it's hard, brother. These guys, dude, I so I look at my phone <laughs> and when I haven't been on the chat, it's like 48 chat messages all from Ashley and um <laughs> just kidding. Oh my gosh, you're so sensitive. Um, <laughs> um yeah. I, is it's JR crazy. Man. Still on that on that group chat? I never hear from him. Jr. is still on the group, dude. He just posted. He silences. 
it sometimes when yeah, I think he, they're ridiculous. He's like, yeah, I can't because, deal with these people. Yeah, right. We're we we are his illegitimate children. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's no. I think he just no. he likes to sleep more than we do. And I I I get that, man. I love sleeping, dude. Especially on the weekends. I don't wake up until ten thirty or so. I'm like, man, screw this, you guys. Yeah. I don't think Brett sleeps a lot either. I, I think he's not. no me and Brett are not child. Brett's not gonna baby. sleep very much. I do not sleep. <laughs> JR yeah. said he had to turn off his chat notifications because of all of us. Exactly. Exactly. I look at my phone at like after work and I, like there's a crap ton there and I'm like then I see that it's on the the one message and I, then I might have like three or four other ones. Right. And then I'm okay. My anxiety calms down and I'm, <laughs> I know everyone's okay. That yeah. it's just Carl has an urgent request of <laughs> that he needs of us or he has. Was that, wasn't that you Carl that said urgent request or something today? Wait. Oh, yeah. What did Carl had another idea. It was something that was really, he did send something that was urgent. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was about sending out the invites so that we can get more live viewers. We had 15 today at the max, or maybe even 19, I think, at the max today, guys. And that's more, yeah, bougie. That is for sure, JR. Thank you very much for pointing that out. Um, <laughs> um, change, no, but change your email address to bougie at, bougie at re revolution.org. Please. Can you we just... have a very different idea of urgent. Just, just for the record. <laughs> it was urgent. We needed all of us to do our part. And okay. you can do your part by tapping on the subscribe button. That's right. Hey, do we have a little subscribe button on there? Or is that no, going to be thought, next week? I thought you were doing that. You said you were going to do it. I have an urgent request that you put a su subscribe <laughs> button and get that together. But Carl had once, one job. Hey, once we hit... Once we hit a hundred followers or subscribers on YouTube, then we can change our URL and make it easier to find. Yeah, and find us um, instead of random letters and numbers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's really important, guys. Uh, for anybody listening right now, please go over and subscribe on YouTube. It's really easy to do. You just go over to Recovery Revolution Live. And you're going to have your little subscribe there. Please do not forget to subscribe. It's so easy to do, Bruce. Um, thank you for the support, man. We really love you guys, man. It's it's awesome to do this show. And I'm glad that we moved. And I don't think we lost anybody that was viewing. In fact, I think we gained a few more. So uh, our new nights on Thursday. So, Brett, why don't you tell them a little bit about who we have lined up uh, on the show coming up? Who do, Who's coming oh, on next week, man? That's a good question. Let me pull up our shared calendar that Carl never uses. I haven't. <laughs> sorry carl i had to put you on blast a little bit because you're always That's texting okay. me who do we have on next who do we have on next I'm like, just <laughs> just open your calendar dude i put everything in there for you you just gave me the link today and now it's lost I, in the scene no you're gonna no he to sure didn't he gave it to you about a month ago well i did where did you put it did in the chat oh my gosh no and, and you looked at it email. twice because you I told us who was on it you oh, wait. definitely looked at it. Did I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so next week is going to be Jason Rudine. So that's going to be a good one. Okay. The Way Out Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Jason. 
I don't know. I don't know Jason. And when I was on his podcast, I he wasn't one. It was um God, who's the other guy that does it? That sounds kind of like Rush Limbaugh. Is there's there's two hosts on there. Jason's one of them, then the other guy. But the other one is the one that um that I, I'm familiar with. He hasn't invited me on his show, but I did meet him in Las Vegas and Jason's are, an amazing guy. So I'm excited guys, that he's gonna be on. Where are you guys going in Vegas, man? JR's mobilized recovery. What mobilized? Oh, yeah, th- that was that? the part of the third of the show that you missed because your computer was messing up where we talked about um, Vegas. Okay, yeah, I was downstairs getting a piece of ham. A piece. Of I thought your computer was messing up and you were restarting. Yeah, I know it had to reboot. It takes like five minutes for it to reboot. It's ridiculous. You're you're talking about uh, his name is Charles is the other host on Charles. the show. Charles, yeah, Charles. Charles is really cool. I like Charles um yeah yeah cool and then who do we have after that man after that we have bipolar barbie um she bipolar barbie i love yeah, that and she uh she wrote a book about mental health so that should be an interesting one and she has a fun accent i like accents and i downloaded her book so i should have it read before the episode hopefully okay nice yeah i'm gonna try and... to get jr's book read at some point yeah yeah yeah, I've Bruce. Bruce is saying there's a time delay. Yeah, on on YouTube there is about a five second delay on there. Um, hopefully the echo. If you're using both apps, then you'll have an echo, Bruce. Um, just 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 view on one. Um, but we are going to be moving solely over to YouTube, um, eventually, where uh, that is going to be the only place where you're going to be able to view our show. We will, however, have the links on our Facebook accounts and the Recovery Revolution. Uh, 100 Facebook page. So for those of you that are still joining us on Facebook, you will be able to view the show, but the link that you click will be taking you over to the YouTube site. So just keep that in mind and don't freak out if it's not what you're normally used to seeing if you're viewing us on Facebook. So we're making that move just FYI for you guys. And um, was that in the chat that I missed? Because this is new information to me. I didn't know. It was an urgent matter that you did not attend to. <laughs> I obviously didn't get a vote either. We're, we're, doing, a little, we're doing a test run. Yeah, we're going to do a test run. See how it okay. goes. So the option might be there to still have this in the future. We don't oh, yeah. Know. But they'll still be able to get to us through Facebook. We're not going to lose our Facebook subscribers. It's just when they click on the link for the event or however we post it in um in facebook it'll just externally take them over to youtube also ian i see in the comments you said that we should get nikki six on here i'm curious if you have uh a way for us to get in contact with nikki six yeah uh ian let's let's arrange a, a meetup yeah and um ashley um do you i don't know nikki six no, no, I'm not even. Oh, okay. JR does. I'm, oh, JR does. I'm sure oh, wait. JR does. Ian says absolutely. Nice. Okay. Ian, contact us and let us let us uh, work our magic. Um, or contact Nikki and. and... Yeah, yeah. Ask her. Ask her if she would like to be on the show. Her. Is it Nikki? Or, no, yeah, no. A rocker. Oh, Nikki Male. Six. That Nikki Six. Yeah. I'm sorry. Book. I was thinking of yes. something completely different. Yeah, we're not wow. getting Nikki Six anymore. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Who, who I, do you know, Carl? <laughs> Since you ruined that for us. 
Well, I was Nikki, I was Nikki trying Sixx to was get the basis for Montley Crew. Come on, Carl. Anyways, look, I'm from California, so yeah. So you should um, know celebrities. Come on, man. Wow. Jimmy Lovato, you know. Um, who Jim, else is in California? Did you say Jimmy Lovato? I don't think I know him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ashley, Ashley, uh, do you have your connect for the uh, anonymous people? Are you gonna try to maybe swing a little magic and get the somebody from that uh, that documentary on? I, I don't know that, like, I have the connection that you think I've I've met him twice. That's Maybe okay. he'll he'll, you know, do a favor for recovery. I, I don't know that it would be a personal favor for me. Okay. But both okay. of them we can are amazing. Start. Yeah. Tim yeah. Riley and Greg Williams. Yeah. But I mean, it, I wish we were great friends and talked every day. They're yeah cool people, but. Oh, I'm not that cool yet. Or, so. yeah, Bruce said he can put some calls into the band members of uh, Kicks. Also, Jeremy Jackson from Baywatch. Which one was Jeremy Jackson? Um, that I don't know the answer to, but at least I'm not going to. So I used to watch Baywatch. <laughs> I'm not going to insult oh. Mr. Jackson. <laughs> we have Donald McDonald coming up soon. Yeah, Donald um, McDonald, Shane Rainer's coming on on the third and, and then um jr said that we just got someone for oh there's too many comments oh marshall he was at mobilized recovery too and i i think he's from maine too i could be wrong that if i'm wrong please. oh hasselhoff's kid on the show but oh yes, the marshall, kid marshall uh, actually booked yeah. his appointment during the show okay yeah, he's awesome during the live stream i got the notification yeah. ian if if you have any contact information for these people or if you want to try to set up a um a, a thing for us to go in and and pitch the show to them and see if they would like to come on um please email uh one of us and we will work our magic and maybe you can do uh, a little handoff and say hey these are the folks and it's cool that they email you or um, you know, I don't know if they want to give us their cell number and have us text them, but you know, um, yeah. Oh, Tanya, welcome, welcome. We'll have, we'll have our people talk yeah. to their people. Yeah, yeah. Chair exactly. said Maine is rocking the recovery scene. They're doing big yeah. things up there. Yep. Me rap. Okay. They're awesome up there. And Ian, Ian says to we'll, please email him first. Okay. I have Ian's email address. Yeah, Ian, we don't have your email address, but uh, we can. If do you, you want to email us at one of our oh, new emails? I'm not going to put it on oh. the screen, but oh, you did Sorry. it anyway. Nope. Real quick, I took it down. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. He can email one of us at our new email addresses, and then we could email him back. Yeah. We That's have, how that works when someone email emails you. Wait, what? I said we have his email address. It's right there in yeah. the comments. Yeah. I'm about to take a screenshot so I don't lose it. Yeah. Oh no, the comments Ian? are moving. <laughs> okay, everybody. I got it. I got it. Wait, really, JR? Did you make my Well, Brett is the responsible one in the group, so if, I don't know about I, all that. 
Well, you you keep track of the things that we need keeping track of. Uh, so you yeah. screenshotted that email address, and we'll ask you about five more times, and you'll provide it for us each time we ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm That's just, how this works. It's an urgent manner, Brett. It's an urgent matter. <laughs> yeah, like four in the morning. Um, oh, Ian, put it back in. Thank I you, Ian. Um, I got you, Ian. It's all yeah, on, man. Yeah, I'm Ian, you have a lot of on. like in your in your picture there. You have a lot of uh, um, of framed items in the background it looks very um very official he said yes sir okay good i'm, I'm glad it looks He's official it looks like he wins a lot of awards like jr does. yeah ian are you an award winner like jr is and jr do you have your awards on um a wall <laughs> on a wall like that and if you were a guest on Recovery Survey, do you think you could get more plays than J.R. Weaver? Yeah, Ian, that's a really legitimate question right there. If, but if, first, right. you'll push Ashley to get more than him yes. so that so that a girl can win going into the 100th episode. And then after that, in the 100s, then the next person yeah. can beat me and oh, win. And my, my wife's the responsible one, too. She also took a screenshot to get Ian's email address. So look at oh, look at she's so good. Man, his wife is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know her at all, but from the stories he tells, she seems awesome. Ian, I think Brett is extending an invitation to have you on his recovery survey podcast. As long as you can beat JR. That's the only requirement. Ian, you don't I, even have to beat him. Just tie him. I have no requirements to be on my podcast, but I would love for you to email me at bougie at revolution.com apparently is my new email address thank you jr um and uh i hope he really sets that one up too and it just forwards to your i please jr just just freaking do it (laughs) that would be great and just forward it to my my um yeah (laughs) you're the one that told us it was your nickname I, it is my nickname. My um, my really good friend Michelle calls me Bougie, and all my uh, friends in school called me Bougie when I bought my new car. There must be a reason. Is that your nickname? Yes. Okay. It's so much easier if we email um, Ian first. Uh, Brett, can you send me that screenshot? Thanks. Sure, I'll <laughs> He'll ask right you five that. more it's times. Yeah. <laughs> I'll text you at two in the morning and ask you to. Hey, did you send that email? Or in the middle of the day. Every, when, send it to every yeah. email. Okay. <laughs> He'll do it either in the middle of the day or the middle of the night. It won't yeah. be like a convenient time. No, not at all. Ian, I will be emailing you. Um, I don't know if it will be tonight, but if not tonight, by the morning. Um, so, yeah, we'll, I'll send that email over so that you can have mine. And if you're looking for my email, it is info at um, thedrunkenwormpodcast.com is probably the email that I'll be um, sending you from. Uh, to invite you on to the show to talk to my listeners. And, um, yeah, and and Brett's distracted again. Shiny things, Brett, shiny no, things. It's, it's my baby. Yeah. She oh. woke up, and she has oh. a crazy bedhead. Oh. Ian, don't worry. He'll he'll email you at 3 in the morning. about phone. No, don't worry, because at 3 in the morning, that's going to be 6 a.m. for you, so you should probably already be up. No, you did at 3 a.m. our time, Eastern time. No, I didn't. 
When? You always send messages in the middle of the night, doesn't he, Brett? He does. But I, I put my phone on do not disturb, so I don't see him until the morning. So My phone's always on vibrate, so. Yeah. My phone's always on do not disturb. Yeah, right now. Just like earlier when call, when Carl texted me and my phone was still on. Do and called you four times yeah, in a row. It was urgent. Um, what if it was, it was an what urgent it, matter? But what if it was? <laughs> Boy, they cried wolf. 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Good to and know. They, Brett and Carl, especially Carl, likes to talk in memes. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm not following. Can you use your words? Like there are words in the memes. There are words and reactions. You have to learn how to read memes. Jr., can you help but, me? But out sometimes here? they're just kind of out of the blue, though. Well, well and I have no just, idea what you're trying to say, and I'll okay. misinterpret Look, it. Who? It's a bougie thing. It's a bougie thing. Who doesn't like a cute kitten that raises its paw up to its forehead and says "sup"? Okay, apparently makes not better you. Wow. I'm sure it's great, but I just, you know, I never know if you're trying to speak in code or if you're just sending me a pretty picture. I'm sending you a pretty picture. I'm not trying to speak in code. I only do that with Brett. He understands me. And we're not going to talk about it on the air. Yes. No, that's that's for an off air topic. That's our after the after show from the after show. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, Taylor, again, congratulations. Sorry, we've been rambling on here, but we just love hanging out and having fun and and everything. Um, I'm going to be <laughs> ah, bougie. Oh, that's great. Um, I'm going to be signing off. <laughs> you just noticed. <laughs> I, I did just notice. <laughs> um, and I, I'm grateful for today. And just remember your guys' recovery is the most important thing out there. And please don't let anything or anybody stand in the way of your recovery. Uh, you can recover. and But just remember, it's a lifelong journey that we are on. So, all right, guys, I'm, I'm signing off. If you guys want to stay on the stream, you can. We got six viewers on. Um, Ian signing off, too. So We're going to get off, but I'm going to let Brett say his line because oh, he's yeah. trying and- to say it. Don't don't we have to put our banner up for that, Brett? We don't have to put the banner up, but I'll go oh. ahead and put it up. Look, it's oh. us. Yeah, that is us. Different, and different pictures. Yeah, that is us on. And if you don't, yeah, there you go. Recovery Revolution Live, and then we also have this one that you put up there too. Um, yeah. So, Brett, uh, take take it away, man. Yeah, but that one's not really updated quite yet because that just has the Recovery oh. Revolution page and my website. So. Oh, okay. No, sh- no shout out to to the Carl. The Carl, um, to the podcast. Carl show, yeah. The okay, Carl show, Carl's Corner, yeah. yeah Carl's so, Corner, uh, like Carl said, please, 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 please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are trying to get to a hundred subscribers so we can do the cool custom URL and make it easier for people to find us and help spread the message of recovery. The audio version of tonight's broadcast will be available in about an hour or so. And it is unedited and raw and beautiful. So if you are interested in that, you can search for Recovery Revolution Live on your favorite podcast player. Uh, Carl has a new episode of The Drunken Worm coming out tomorrow. I have a new episode of Recovery Survey coming out on Wednesday. And between now and then, please listen to Ashley's episode and 
help surpass JR's number so that she can win this new competition that I didn't know they were having. And remember, guys, progress, not perfection. We'll see you again on Thursday.